All right, Devin, I'm off to work. Come back, be here. Hello! Welcome to Tay2Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Cold As You from Taylor Swift. Cold as you. I'll never be cold as you. Nope. Anywhere cold as you. Anywhere. Anywhere. And today, we are discussing the song, Come Back, Be Here, from Red, the Deluxe Edition. Ooh. Extra songs. Come Back, Be Here is the 18th track on the Deluxe Edition. Red was released on October 22nd, 2012, and this song was co-written by Dan Wilson. This song has been played live only once, and it was again on the Reputation Tour. It was on August 4th, 2018 in Toronto. Ooh. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and that was the only time it's been played live. That's so crazy. So any Canadian listeners, if you happen to be at that show, let us know. Or non-Canadian listeners who were in Toronto. In Toronto at that time. Let us know. Yeah, please do. So, Devin, what do you think about this song? I am gradually becoming quite obsessed with this song. Oh. Yes. Oh. (laughs) It is... To me, incredibly catchy. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan. The verses are really pleasing to the ear for me, musically and melodically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's you know? good. It's 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 but I do know the the melody, and it, it's really great. And the chorus is just so good for my ears. Like, I don't know how to explain it. The The chorus is just so good. I, <laughs> I, I really, really like it a lot. Mm. And the end of the bridge, when she goes, But you're in London, and I break down, because it's not fair that you're not around. And then when it's just her and her backup singer, that's like... This is when the fiend Yeah, yeah, in. yeah. And it's just the two of them. <laughs> so good. Just so, so good. And you get the claps, like, you know. Yeah. That, that um, So it's interesting to me that this song was never played live mm. on the Red Tour, right? Like, it's a really good song, in, I think. And it's like a good, probably sing-along song. And a good, like, scream-your-face-off song. As um, as an audience member. Yeah, I feel like with Red, um, I feel like that told a specific story for Taylor, so maybe this didn't fit in with that story. I see. I don't know, obviously, <laughs> I don't know what comes into fully determining what goes on an album. Yeah. But I think Red is just such a well-crafted album. Yeah. And it's very balanced in the type of songs, and it's varied, mm-hmm. that maybe Come Back Be Here was too similar to some of the other songs on there. I see. Yeah, you're you're probably right. You're right. And it was a longer album, right? Yeah, I mean, it was like a standard Taylor album, but it was longer than maybe um, Is it debut had been. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I think uh, since I had never really listened to this song before, obviously not really in the public eye, mm-hmm. 
And I consider it to be incredibly underrated. Yeah. Well, and I think too, during Red, I think Taylor was super prolific during that time. I think she wrote a ton. Mm. She was having so many feelings. She was really entering like her independence truly Mm -hmm. and gaining more of her confidence that I think that a lot during that time, there's a lot of songs that we've never heard, maybe only heard performed once, Mm -hmm. maybe never got Taylor releases on. And as this is our first podcast episode since Taylor released Love Story, the Taylor version, um, I think that it's going to be really cool whenever she releases Red Mm re-recorded and we see what the songs come out that we're never we never heard right never saw. right and there are a couple that she wrote that you know like better man yeah that, i know which everyone's so upset we haven't covered but taylor didn't release it guys <laughs> and if she releases it on then know, we'll her cover re-record it. we'll cover it yeah because her version of it you know that that, that live video that live performance of it is so good so good and so different than little big town's version yeah. anyway we're not covering that song today no but yeah just talking about red in general yeah. very exciting stuff very exciting so I agree with you that the chorus is super catchy. I just think it's it, it flows really well musically. Mm-hmm. I also really like the bridge and like how Taylor's voice sounds on it and how heartfelt it is. And I agree that that last chorus when the fill drops out is so good. And so it just good. you feel like you're like and you're like yeah, this is when the feeling sinks in. Like I feel that. <laughs> I think with this song, it just it might just be a bit too repetitive for me. Hmm. And I feel like it kind of gets forgotten a little, but I, I think that that's for valid reasons, hmm. possibly. We'll see what everyone says, how sure. they feel about this song. It kind of just is the same ideas over and over. It doesn't tell a story in the same way to me. It feels sure. like the story gets told right away in the beginning. Yeah. And though I like the sound of the song a lot, I just don't feel it the same way as some other songs, mm. especially during this era. And then especially like one of the other deluxe songs on Red, The Moment I Knew, Mm. I think tells such a clear story and I really like that song. So I'm comparing it kind of to those. Sure. Yeah, you're right. In the context of the entire album, it is a weaker song. Totally. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah. Obviously, that's why she had it as a bonus track and not on the actual original album. And apparently, you know, who knows why she plays what she does and what she doesn't on tour. Mm hmm. Some of that might not be up to her. Some of that might, you know, I mean, obviously now she has total creative control. Yeah. But back then she didn't. Yeah. And so this was a song that maybe just didn't make the cut. Yeah. Not to mention the red tour <laughs> from what we watched on <laughs> right. the video was a little odd. Weird. I don't know if you guys, I know the video, it's like all pieced together on YouTube and there's not like a clear video out and everyone wants it. So we watched it all pieced together through different clips. We found clips of every song and read the set list from one night and figured out Mm -hmm. how to watch it and the director seemed to be going very theatrical with it Mm -hmm. and trying to tell different stories that like work with the songs but aren't really the story of the album yeah i didn't see the tour live so i can't say what it felt like live i'd love for you guys to let us know that but it was definitely a weird one to watch in the context of all her other tours sure it was definitely the oddest, and I didn't feel as bad that I had missed it after seeing the video. That's right. I remember us watching that for our our research, and we're both like, what? And we're like, that's a weird concept. Yeah, that's a weird choice for the song, but... Yeah. Anyway. So, and I think that 
the director of that concert got into some legal troubles. Indeed. And so I think that's why that will never be released. Right. The video of that. Interesting. So, Gab, do you relate to this song at all? I relate to the line, I really like it, uh, if I had known what I'd known now, I never would have played so nonchalant. Hmm. Which is also like, it's so Taylor, putting the word nonchalant in a song. <laughs> like, it's so funny. It's just like, that's such, I don't know, it's just yeah. such like Taylor and her dictionary. Yep. Like, <laughs> Let's see what I can add in here today. Yeah. With that line specifically, there have been many crushes or flirtations in my past where I never expressed how I felt for someone to that person Mm. and like played it nonchalant and then like found out way later that maybe they felt the flirtation too Mm. or didn't see the signs or whatever, but nothing like ever came of it because like neither person had let the other know that they were interested. Yeah. So now I'm like definitely like pro letting people know how you feel and not playing it nonchalant (laughs) and like especially with it's like i had known what i know now um just like being confident and like being truthful and honest i think is like the best way to be and even if the person doesn't like you back at least you know and you're never wondering sure and i think that that's just like a good way to be and it seems like because taylor's saying if i had known what i know i wouldn't have played so nonchalant i wouldn't have done that right And I just have to say, guys, I didn't play nonchalant with Devin. I made it clear I was interested from the beginning. So I recommend that. It works. You don't have to play games. You don't have to play nonchalant. Yeah. Like, obviously, don't tell someone on the first date that you're ready to marry them, you know, because you don't don't know them. Sure. But if you're interested and you want to see someone again, tell them. Yeah. Yeah. It's helpful. Yeah. It was very helpful. (laughs) Being on the subway and asking you, hey, do you want to hang out again? And you going, yes, instead of, "Mm, I'll I'll have to think about it. Yeah, or like, I'm really busy. Yeah, like, uh, I'll have to check my calendar. Yeah, and it's okay, you know, if you don't want to go out with someone again, but just be, you know... Tell them no. Yeah, just be straightforward. We Like, don't waste your time. Everything's too hard right now. Everything's too hard right now. Be intentional when dating. Yeah, it's all... You don't need to make it harder for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What about you? (laughs) I don't really relate to this song in any other way but the fact that every time you leave I suddenly start singing come back be here come back be here (laughs) that's like like you went out to Piermont this week and I had to snuggle with our plushie of Totoro instead Mm. of you yeah I I was just thinking like you're in Piermont and you're not around (laughs) (laughs) that's so cute I like that. Yeah, it's uh, that's kind of just you know how how I feel now. Because besides that, you know, I tried. I really tried to think of if I had a crush or somebody who suddenly left and mm. like moved away, mm-hmm. or like, and I never got to tell them how I felt about them or whatever. Or if it was a summer fling, like mm-hmm. we talked about in August, and we were at a summer camp or something, and I was like, oh, I totally could have said something, and maybe. Since they, you know, went back home to Ohio, mm-hmm. I'll never see them again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I shouldn't have played nonchalant, but I couldn't think of a single time when that happened. Yeah. So that that's what I got. I got in the back of my head always singing, "Come back, be here whenever you leave." I like that. And you're not, you're not uh, in the house. Actually, my my dad was like, "Oh, are you, uh, are you, you feeling lonely there by yourself?" Without, without <laughs> Gab there, and like, yeah. Yeah, I am. It's yeah, a big house. It's a big house. Power me. It's okay. I feel that way too. <laughs> That's really cute. I like that take on the song. <laughs> good, good take. Maybe it'll make you like the song better. 
Yeah. Who I'll knows? think of I'll think of it like that next yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I'll think about you missing me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we get to the segment of Gossip. Because this was on the deluxe album, there's no hidden message for this song. Darn. Unfortunately, always a bummer when that's the case. But I have a quote about what Taylor felt about this song. Hmm. She said, I wrote about falling for someone and they have to go away for work. They're traveling, you're traveling, and you think about them. But you're wondering how it's going to work when there's so much distance between you. Mm. It's a song that I wrote about a guy that I met. You know, you meet someone and they just kind of happen to go away and it's like long distance all of a sudden. You're like, but, but, but. But come back. Be here. Mm. <laughs> so I liked that. That's nice. Pretty clear cut what the song's about sure. in that way, you know. <laughs> but I was doing some research, and apparently many people believe that this song is about Zach Efron. What? I know. What a surprise. So Taylor and Zach made the Lorax movie together. Right. There was much flirtation between the two of them, but it seemed that because of their busy schedules, they both were really big at the time, they never ended up dating. Hmm. Like, truly dating. Just flirtation. And apparently, and you know... This is like according to a Reddit user, so we don't know how true this is. But apparently Zach was in both New York and London on a timeline similar to when this song was written. Yeah, so a lot of people thought that this was um, originally about Harry Styles because he was in London Mm -hmm. and they were dating around that time-ish. But apparently the song was written before that would have happened. Interesting. We right. don't know for sure, but it's interesting. I'd never heard this before. It was new gossip to me. I didn't even realize that Zac Efron was a thing. Yeah, well, I don't think it actually was. And I think that's what this song is about. Mm. You know, someone that you're starting to like and then they go away and it never kind of happens because of that. Yeah. So I feel like it's kind of about that. Interesting. We don't know for sure, but it was interesting to learn during yes. the research. Zach, if you can let us know <laughs> the deets. Zach, thank yeah. you. I actually found a couple of lyric parallels that I really like in this song. So she's talking about the relationship and like meeting this person. And she says the line, the delicate beginning rush. Mm -hmm. And that's really like comparing the early stages of a relationship to something delicate, which, of course, we eventually see in the song Delicate, Ah. which is pretty cool. In the bridge... The line, this is falling in love in the cruelest way. This is falling for you and you are worlds away. Mm. Comparing falling in love to something cruel, just like in Cruel Summer. And it's just like what we said in the last episode, how cool it is that these different ideas that Taylor um, examines and the way that she looks at the world, it grows and develops. But a lot of those baseline ideas run through all her music Mm -hmm. all these years. It's, It's really interesting. A lot of common themes. Yeah. 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 That you can find sprinkled throughout her music. Yeah. I like it. I like it too. What's your favorite line in Come Back, Be Here? So my favorite line is, but in my mind I play it back spinning faster than the plane that took you. Mm. Ooh. I can relate to that and, you know, thinking constantly because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I just think a lot. And playing things back in my mind, good things, bad things, nonchalant things. (laughs) And that's a really interesting simile to the plane that took you. Like, my my mind is going crazy and it's faster than a plane, you know? It's... Mm. It's pretty cool. I mm. like it. I like the imagery cool. of it. Gab, what about you? What's your favorite line? I really like the line, taxi cabs and busy streets that never bring you back to me. Interesting. Yes. I think I just like that line. It's just so New York. 
Mm. You know, taxi cabs, busy streets, just like being around somewhere and knowing someone's traveling and knowing that like, you know, they're out working, doing their thing and you're in this city and you maybe are in a city that sometimes they're there, sometimes they're not. Their roads don't lead them back to you. And I think I just I think it's it's interesting and just seeing like her her career so big and she was so busy. And if it was Zac Efron or whoever, if their career is also big and busy, like just that idea of like not being able to connect with someone mm, when you want to the worst i thought it was interesting oh it's so sad i f- i forgot this was the thing from one <laughs> to ten busy streets that never bring you back to me oh my goodness what do you rate this song oof okay so i've been thinking long and hard about my rating okay for this okay because it's a new song for me that mm-hmm. i am beginning to very much like mm-hmm. and become obsessed with oh. so i think right now okay it might grow, mm-hmm. the rating, but I think right now I'm going to give it an eight. Wow, that's a very high rating. Yeah. Wow, okay. For all of the reasons that I specified during my relate to mm. segment. Aww. And, you know, it, and also like what I like about it, it is so melodically pleasing. And whenever I listen to this, I just like feel good and it, it, it makes me feel stuff so it's very interesting and the fact that when we first did our initial you know ratings of everything i didn't really know what this song was i think we had maybe listened to it once yeah and so it's probably like all the way down probably like 160 or something (laughs) and now like that i listen to it a lot it's like like probably top 25 wow oh my gosh yeah wow so crazy yeah just I don't know. It does it for me. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's interesting. So interesting. Yeah. What about you? How many busy streets that never bring you back to me? Would you give this? So this is going to be one of those ones where my rating is far below yours. And that's fine. I know. It's just not common for us. Well, it's not common for yours to be the low one. Yeah. Yeah. So I give this song four busy streets that never bring you back to me. Okay. Yeah, this one was tough for me. I I had to listen to it so many times to think of like what I wanted to say about it. Mm. It just didn't hit me. Mm. The song. I don't know why. I just don't, I didn't connect with it. Yeah. And I didn't really feel it. It's very simple. Yeah. There's, you know, it, the message as you said is very obvious. Mm. It's come mm-hmm. back be here. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. So so maybe that's why you're not that into it. I guess. It, it's, you know, not as complex as some of her other songs. Yeah, that's probably why. I mean, because like, I, I do relate to those that feeling of, like, missing someone when they're not with you. But I don't know. There's just this song just doesn't feel that way. Like, I think I Wish You Would or something mm-hmm. is more one of those songs for me. Yeah. And I think going back to how we both listen to songs. Yeah. It makes sense that I would rate it differently if it's the lyrics aren't that great. Yeah, you know? it does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting i know that's a pretty i think this is our biggest gap yet i don't know i, don't know. I mean we'll obviously beautiful ghosts was a doozy for me so. <laughs> but i didn't rate beautiful ghosts that high i just had a lot to say about it yeah i guess i give it a six i think yeah i mean i, we'll give it a, fact I think that. i gave it a two yeah you did <laughs> so, not not a fan but regardless <laughs> regardless it's very interesting yeah each of our different takes i like it me too Listen along with us. You can check us out on Instagram at Tay2Z Podcast and give us all your thoughts. Do you know this song well? 
Is this one of your favorite deluxe songs? Mm. One of your least favorite deluxe songs? Mm. How many busy streets that never bring you back to me would you rate this song? Are you excited for the re-record of the Red Album? Because uh, we are. (laughs) Yes. Let us know everything. We love engaging with you guys. We want to hear from you even more. Also... Remember to follow us or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you are listening to this right now. And if you have a moment, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review, give us five stars. It's super easy, quick thing to do, and it helps us so much. Yes. Also, I think there's a large portion of you who are not following us on Instagram, and we would love to know how you found us. Mm. Um, I think a lot of those listeners are on Amazon Music, which we're so excited and so grateful for, but we want to know how we can interact with you guys more and hear from you. Yeah, because we don't have any way of knowing who our listeners on Amazon Music are. They don't have any analytics yet, so we're like, who are you people? Yeah, so let us know. (laughs) And it's very exciting. So please absolutely keep listening along, and we can't thank you all enough for continuing to listen and continuing your support. You guys are the best listeners. It's awesome. It's just so cool, you know, six months into this. Yeah. Pretty awesome. So thank you all for making this happen. Woo! Yay! Next episode, we will be discussing Come In With The Rain from Fearless Platinum Edition. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tay to Z. See you next time. Bye.